0: Welcome to Cosmic Dice, the podcast for new players and players who want to expand their knowledge on tabletop gaming. We're your hosts. I'm Lemons. And I'm Snazzy. Please enjoy listening to our Snazzy chat.
1: With a hint of Lemon.
0: It? I got an eleven. You got an eleven? I got Yay, seven. Crap. Lose. I lose. Start us off snazzy. Alright, welcome. Welcome as always to I guess not as always. Yeah, but it will be as always. It will be as always. Eventually. Eventually. One day.
1: This is the this is the beginning of always.
0: <laughs> um, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Cosmic Dice here. We got Snazzy and Lemons. Um, just a, just a hint of lemon, though. Just a small
1: hint. I can be rather strong if you put too much me in.
0: (laughs) Oh, jeez. So, yeah, so this is, uh, we're doing a review of the story, reviewing the prologue uh, of the current campaign that we are in. Uh, the current campaign's name is Portals of the Divine. Something super, uh, super dramatic.
1: That does sound, you know, something about the word divine.
0: Portals of the Divine.
1: It is. It's very dramatic. I love it. Um, believe it or not, we came up with that name literally uh, five minutes ago. Yeah, something uh, like that. Because uh, I had written the campaign. I had not written the title of the campaign. Um, so we uh, brainstormed a little bit, and uh, that's what we came up with. A
0: little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So, characters. We've got Snazzy, who who's me, um, playing Skeeter, which is a soldier. Kind of like your basic arc titan. Yeah. Uh, uh, from Destiny 2.
1: Well, I mean, what race is this uh, Arc Titan, so to speak, I mean, Snazzy?
0: It's a, it's a Noir.
1: A Noir. What is a Noir? It's a cow. Okay, wait. Like a minotaur? It, kind of. But it's a cow. But it's a cow. Yeah, it, it's not a minotaur. Minotaur just sounds so much cooler. But no, he's a straight up cow with horns.
0: So, you know. My favorite thing about this character is I get to go around asking where all the food is. And primarily where all the hay is, just yeah. to drive the DM nuts. And you'll,
1: you'll see that more in uh, uh, part two, first campaign that we'll come out with. I actually had no idea what he was asking me. I was just like, hey, what? Oh, yeah, he's a cow. But oh, it, it yeah. took, a, like, took like a good while to, to figure that out. <laughs> so.
0: Um, and so so Snazzy's name is Skeeter. The cow's name is Skeeter. And then we have Zesty, who is uh, Moo Moo. Um, Zesty is... What is his race? Okay,
1: he's a bunch of bugs that form one... Yes, yeah, that fascinating. Uh That forms uh, one big, medium-sized humanoid. Yeah, I don't mm. know why he named himself Moomoo, and Snazzy decided to name himself Skeeter. Uh, it, it was uh, very confusing. As a, as a Game Master, I'm like, Oh, Mumu! And I look at, look at Snazzy's character, you know, because he's a cow! And then, uh, you know, Zesty would be like, uh, I'm Rubo. I'm like, no, no, you're, you're Skeeter. He's like, no, no, uh, that's Skeeter. So, a little torture for the GM there.
0: <laughs> then we've got um, Rance, who is Suga, um, which is a plant guy. I keep calling him Groot.
1: Yeah, so he's a Gorin, I think from the same book as uh, Skeeter's character. Yeah, Suga is a uh, paladin-like character called a Vanguard he uh, is kind of a bit of a pain for me uh, as a GM because he like just inhales everything I throw at him uh, damage-wise. He's definitely the tank of the group. So He's
0: the tank, yet the cow acts like...
1: Yeah, the cow thinks he's the tank, but uh, he's not. You know, <laughs> Suga is um, definitely the tank.
0: Then we got Sunny, or Sunny D is the character's name, which is a Vesk. He also thinks he's a tank. Also thinks he's a tank, but he's a very cautious tank.
1: <laughs> and that'll be—that's evident in the prologue. Um, I think we poked fun of him uh, so much about it that he's a little less cautious the next time around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the world we're coming from is Meridnia. Um, Meridnia is a planet quite like Earth. Um, it has a lot more water than land. But uh, still, a lot of land. In Meridnia, they have one giant continent instead of uh, several continents. Um, and there's three main factions on on Meridnia. Uh,
0: so there is three different factions: the more Empire, Meridnian, Meridnian. <laughs> I should have typed this up. <laughs> there's the Gospel Acreus. And then there's the anarchists. Um, the empire kind of runs everything. How would you explain the, the Acrius, the gospel? So the
1: gospel of Acrius is hand-in-hand hand with the empire. They are a separate uh, en- entity of sorts, I guess. Um, they are the the judges of the land, um, but they aren't, I guess if you looked at it like branches, um, they're the judicial branch. Branch, whereas uh, the Empire is the, the legislative other, the other and the. Two yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And, um, then,
0: and then there's the anarchists, which are kind of on the outskirts. They, they, they hate both of them, most they, likely. Yeah, yeah. They, they're not fans of, of either.
1: Yeah, and anarchists, it's, it's a title given to them by the Empire. They're not true anarchists uh, in the sense of desire for lawlessness, but they are, you know, they don't like the Empire they want the empire to be gone so they can probably create more of a diplomacy and uh, kind of rule themselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So because the anarchists are anti-empire, but the empire rules the entire world, the anarchists are usually on the coasts, um, but you also find a lot of them in some underwater cities. In our, in our world, in Meridia, um there are Quite a bit of underwater cities in like pipes and giant, I guess, domes that kind of keep the anarchists away from the empire. They don't. They don't actually know how these uh, underwater places got there. In fact, the empire doesn't as well. But uh, they appeared long, long ago. They're kind of uh, ruins of sorts that the anarchists dwell in. So
0: now there is four gods to be aware of in this in this story. Acrius, which is the god of light. Bronte, the god of lightning. Shada, the god of shadows. Gorvo. Gorvo, again, the god of flames. My,
1: again, he's reading my writing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they will come into play here in a little bit.
1: Um, I will say Acrius is the... Uh, he is the god of Meridnia. Um, they know of the other gods, but they're like lesser gods. Uh, Acrius is the god worshipped by the gospel of Acrius. Oh, no joke.
0: Oh, really? 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 <laughs> really? I would have never guessed.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, a lot of people believe in Acrius as the, the god of their world. So, um, yeah, let's dive into part one, the discovery. Our, so, our won- wonderful prologue.
0: The group's basically gathered together by the Empire and told that they have this portal. And this portal that they don't know what's on the other side. They don't know if we're going to be able to get them back from the other side. And to kind of add some countermeasures there, they they sent some scientists. Um, one of which is named Carl, who will be important. <laughs> Carl uh-huh. was
1: not written into the campaign. <laughs> Carl, Carl was ad libbed as just give us scientists a name. And uh, my players definitely made him a main character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, these scientists had some power sources with them, that sort of thing. So we could power up the portal in case it, it went down and, and we got stuck on the other side.
1: Which they were told would be a likely situation. And the honestly, you guys didn't volunteer for this. It, you are kind of voluntold. And most of you are, you know, soldier class or, um, you know, kind of... Uh,
0: We've got a good mix. I More think.
1: military yeah. based, but US you, you guys also represent different factions. Now we don't know two of the players factions and I don't I don't know if you've like told everyone what your faction is, Mm-mm. have you? So,
0: no, and I and I'm not on purpose because of Suga. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to lose, you know, being being an anarchist is not necessarily looked at as a good thing. Mm-hmm. And especially from someone like Suga who is a um follower of Acrius. He's part of the Gospel of Acrius that faction, right? Or is he part And he of doesn't it? hide
1: it. He doesn't hide it yeah. at all. He is He's
0: very upfront about it.
1: Yeah, he is uh one of the guards in the main uh, main temple of Acrius. Mm-hmm. And the reason all these characters were brought together, the empire and the Gospel of Acrius constantly are together and they constantly are are sending representatives together, but they needed anarchist help because the anarchists know the, the tunnels, underwater tunnels in the underwater cities much better. And they didn't quite know what to expect. So they they picked some that they didn't have records and didn't have
0: they picked some undocumented people that they could that, that so, have the resume for very special tasks. So
1: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> um, so they they find themselves embarking on this mission. They go through the the first portal Lo and behold, it doesn't work to get back. And and it breaks upon upon getting to the other side. And there's a door and some pillars. The scientists are looking around and they can't... Uh, the, the scientists are just kind of amazed at what they see on these pillars. And kind of Suga and, and Skeeter immediately go over to... The, it looks like there's one doorway. They go over to the one doorway while uh, Mumu and uh, Sunny D go over to the computer that's in the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, well, and uh, I think Rance is a great player for his character, Suga, because uh, he, he did stay in character very much. He's like, my mission is to guard the scientists. My mission isn't to go explore. And then some of the other players are like, well, I don't give a crap. You know, I'm, I'm not here to protect, even though that yeah. was the assignment given.
0: Even though that's what, what the Empire told me to do, I don't really care that the Empire told me to do that. Exactly. So
1: they they're doing a little more exploring. They discover a uh, computer.
0: My favorite is the fact that that we go to the computer and Skeeter goes over and immediately he's he's the guy that just hits everything to make it work. And so they plug in the power source.
1: Again, Skeeter is the
0: cow, not the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> just they, a small reminder. They they plug in the power source and the computer's still not working. So Skeeter hits it and fries one of the power sources. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! Uh, well, and you'll see that as a pretty common pattern. Snazzy, uh, he he loves Skeeter uh, Skeeter's character um, because Skeeter doesn't think with his brain; he thinks with his stomach and his fists, um, <laughs> and even his weapons are they're gloves. They're not like some yeah. staff or sword. Like he's using electric gauntlets. Am I correct? Yep. Yeah, uh, you'll you'll see that as. Uh, Kind of a constant pattern throughout <laughs> skeeter thinking with his fists not his brain so yeah
0: not not really thinking about what could happen by doing this but more just thinking about i i just want to do this <laughs> i will because i
1: can and i can because i of it
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they entered uh, they entered the ruins then uh Did you guys just hack the computer to get in
1: I, I yeah, actually don't I
0: think, quite remember. I, I don't remember 100%, but I believe what happened is Zesty, uh, Mumu, had the computer skill to unlock the door. And the door opened that, mm-hmm. that Suga was standing in front of. And so at that point, Suga and Skeeter go through that door. And uh, they they see around them. They, they look down, and there's a pillar they can see in front of them. It's a low-light situation. There's one pillar they can see in front of them, and then they can't see anything down below those pillars. It just seems to be an endless pit.
1: Yeah, so it's a complete drop-off when they walk out, and then the pillar is like a platform they can d- jump onto. Moomoo's character, funny thing about his, his computer skills. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we didn't know this at the time, but uh, you know both, both uh, Skeeter and Moomoo, Snazzy and Zesty's character, are brand new um, this is our first time playing, so it's our first time, you know, around a character sheet as well. And even Sunny uh, is a pretty new player; he's only played two or three games. Rance is the only uh, player who's uh, done this a lot. So Zesty, his character, he's like, "Yeah, I've got computer." And then we we looked after the match. He does not have computer skills at all. <laughs> he had some numbers written there and zero ranks in it, and he's just like, "Yeah, I, I think I think I yeah." So uh, we, we updated his character sheet after to make sure he does have computer. So he does cheat the system a lot in uh, the prologue. And a lot. <laughs> quite a bit. Without, without meaning to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting, the, we're sitting there. We see this pillar out in front of us. And Skeeter's like, you know what? We're just going to jump it. And it's like, what, 15 feet?
1: Okay, so yeah, it, it's like a 10-foot jump and then another 10-foot jump and then a 15-foot jump. And I was like, I, I'm I'm trying to be a good DM, you know, or a good GM. Um, I'm like, okay, I know this is your first time playing, but if you roll bad and you fall, you die. And he's like, looks like I'll just roll good. And He rolls and yeah, he he rolled perfect and jumped three pillars all at once. And I'm just like, this is stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I had this whole plot like I wanted them to be able to like you know tie each other to ropes and. You know, be gentle about it and cautious. No, Skeeter here. Nope. He had a different idea.
0: <laughs> Skeeter thought there was hay on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> so Skeeter jumps over there, followed by Suga, and then you have Zesty who, who can fly, so it's not like it was any big deal for him. So Zesty flew halfway across, and then you have Sunny D, the, the poor lizard boy in the back. I will mm-hmm.
1: say, Sonny takes a lot of pride in his character and he's like, I'm not building a new character because yeah. I
0: misroll and fall to my death. Yeah. And so he's got some fear of death, which is which is probably a good thing to have. <laughs> Something we would all have in real life, I'd hope. <laughs> <laughs> and he grabs a rope <laughs> and spends half the next movements getting this rope across the pillars so that way he's safe. Yeah, so... In the meantime, <laughs> me, Skeeter, who's not a tank, is up fighting this robot. Oh, no, he's fighting up. three robots. Oh, yeah, three robots.
1: <laughs> okay, literally, this, this combat uh, session, it like it was probably like five or six turns long. Mm-hmm. Sonny spent four, maybe five of those turns trying to get across these pillars safely Well, you guys are all shooting lasers and just jumping more pillars. And I kid you not, I'm pretty sure Skeeter did not roll below a 17. This whole (laughs) prologue. He's just like, yeah! Running into battle, jumping pillars. Oh, it was great. So, yeah, they they get in this combat in this room from a bunch of robots that are are just, I I guess, guarding this... uh, this place they teleported into. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Moo, Moo, See, I almost called him Skeeter. Uh, Moo, Moo gets into a computer on the like near the middle of the room, and it shuts down the remaining robots. Snazzy decides to try to search them for for goodies, and I didn't actually uh, plan for them to have any, you know, like parts yeah. that they could take and sell. And... There wasn't
0: any loot or anything like that.
1: he's actually, the the guns and stuff were built in and. Anyway, so I'm like, ah, oh, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll reward him. Um, so I'm like, okay, yeah, so uh, you rolled a great engineering check. Yeah, you uh, pop off his head. What what could it hurt, right? That's where Carl comes in, isn't it?
0: Don't yeah. you guys go back first? Yep, yep, we got the head, or the heads. <clears throat> well, I got the first head, and then I go back to the scientists, and I offer the head...
1: He doesn't offer it. He auctions it off. Like you oh, got all these
0: scientists like oh it's so cool. <laughs> so I auctioned it off for some credits. <laughs> <laughs> and then they and then Suga and Zesty bring the other two heads back and they sell that those ones.
1: Yeah, anyway, Carl was the one who, who bought the first head, right?
0: Yeah. No, Carl Carl lost on the first head. Oh, Carl, did he? Yeah, Carl bought the second one. Wait, so is Carl the bad scientist, the one that was kind of a jerk? No, Carl was the good guy. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I can't remember the name of the bad scientist. Yeah, like I said, I,
1: I kind of just threw the names out there. I didn't plan on them being characters. It's
0: like if you go to our Twitter, you can see a, a meme talks about DMs in there. Ad-libbing? Ad-libbing <laughs> of names.
1: Tim. There are some who call mm. me Tim. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Alas, we do sell, sell the heads. We make the money. Carl, poor Carl. Carl just didn't get the first head.
1: Yeah, he ended up getting a second hand, which wasn't as a uh, clean of a break off or something. Yeah,
0: that. yeah, because it was broken off with acid. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, exactly. Suga, corroded Suga off. Suga
0: corroded it off. Yeah.
1: Suga's got acid hands. I actually don't know how he has acid hands, but he said he does, and I just kind of went with it. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So we get to this last room. We get to this last room. Now this last room, you've got in each corner, there's kind of a guy behind plexiglass very tall guys with big weapons and in the center of the room you have how did you describe it just a it's a giant machine so
1: the very center of the room is a giant machine it goes from floor to ceiling and it's it had a few pieces on it and there was one piece missing these guys bring carl in um, their their new favorite scientist (laughs)
0: <laughs> Did you guys have Carl Jimmy rigged the machine to work again? or? I think we had we had Carl get out of the room.
1: Oh, before you flipped before it on. Before we
0: flipped it on. But so he, repaired he repaired it. repaired the machine. And then we turned it on.
1: Yeah, so you turned it on. The guys behind the glass, or I guess they were encased in glass is probably a better way to put mm-hmm. it. They They wake up and a giant machine comes out. And uh, I'm going to let uh, Snazzy tell this part because it's so, his favorite part.
0: So basically, we found out the mechanic of the the last robots that, that we fought was you basically just unscrewed their head.
1: Like I said, I was ad-libbing. I, I'm like, I didn't want to get into how you take it off. I didn't care. You know? And so,
0: so he, uh, <laughs> Lemons is like, you know, this, uh, this robot looks very similar in structure, just a lot bigger than than the last robots and i'm like okay well i want to jump at it grab it by its head and swing around it to unscrew the head
1: and i'm like yeah okay you can try whatever you want this this is why role-playing is fun so you can try stuff and fail you know why not and so i'm like all right i'm gonna need an engineering check and an athletics check
0: so and and so i rolled the nat 20 on both of them
1: and then i raged
0: and then, because and then, what is he going to do? Say, no, you, did, you failed.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. A nat 20 is not quite high
0: enough. <laughs> Two nat 20s in a row is and not so, quite high enough. This game mechanic that he didn't mean to put in the game ended up dismantling his boss. In seconds. It's, like, no one
1: else. He. This was the very first action. No one else even took an action.
0: We hadn't even, like, really officially entered a fight mode yet. Oh,
1: You, like, you had. You had rolled for initiative, and that was yeah. it. And you went first.
0: And then, uh, so, we dismantled that boss that I then wore as a uh, necklace. <laughs>
1: yeah, like a 20-pound necklace. <laughs> and, and I told him I, I would make him, like, have slower movement for wearing the necklace. Not to mention neck pains. <laughs> but he
0: was determined to wear it so like a big old cowbell like a, ding ding let's go <laughs> and then uh and then yeah then we met the met the gods who basically told us you gone done messed up you shouldn't have turned on the portals uh so that's what that machine did was turned on four portals was it four or three portals
1: so yeah you guys came through one of the portals mm-hmm. um and it, your portal was shut off too um, the people on Meridnia had kind of jury-rigged it to work uh, two or three times, and then uh, it kind of shut down permanently on on this side. And the gods are like, "Yeah, we we kind of turned those off for a reason." And then they they talk about the Dakashi swarm, our our bad guys of our campaign. But you guys haven't met them yet. You've only talked about them a little.
0: Right. And then the gods gave each of us. Um, at the end of this, we sent, so we sent the scientists back to tell our home world what, what had gone on. Um, and then the gods gave each of us a special power to go out and find their staffs. But in finding their staff, we needed, to, we needed an extra boost of energy.
1: Yeah, so kind of how it works is, uh, and I told our guys before they created characters, there's no magic in this world. And that's because the gods had the magic with them. Um, And only the gods could could grant their powers. And they did. They granted their own powers and transferred them to these guys. They sent them on a quest to turn the machine off by finding the the four staves, one in each world. These staves are keys to the machine to uh, shut it down. And if they don't, um, not only does it destabilize each of the worlds, um, but the Dakashi swarm, the bad guys... Uh, they are part of one of these planets. They will use the portals and take over all the worlds. Because uh, many, many, many years ago, uh, back when the gods were you know, not encased in glass, they, they stopped the swarm from taking over the planets. It was a giant war, and it was a losing war on their part. So shutting the portals down was the only way
0: to end the war. So yeah, they gave us each a power. They gave uh, Skeeter, was given the power from Bronte, the lightning god, and it essentially gave him 10 movement speed, which is huge. Yeah, so
1: being a lightning god, my thought was it's about speed. And Mm so your powers will continue to grow. I don't know if I told you guys this, but they will continue to grow. And you'll kind of get more speed-related powers. Yeah.
0: And uh, then, I believe, Zesty, or Mumu, got the power from Shada, which was uh, invisibility. Suga got power from Acrius, right? Yeah. Which is quite
1: fitting, since that's who he worships. Since he
0: worships that, yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, his are he got a handful of smaller magics, whereas you guys all kind of got one main ability. Dancing Lights is one of them. Reflective Armor, I think, is one of them. Um, so whenever he's hit, it actually hits the person attacking him as well. So they'll they'll be damaging him, and part of that will damage them, mm-hmm. um, which is huge for a Vanguard Paladin tank guy. So
0: right. And then uh, Sunny D got the power from Gorvo, the Flame God, and got the power of uh, the power of uh, Burning Touch. So and anything then... he
1: touches has yeah. a one d four burn.
0: And Our then turn. he also got the power of a supernova, essentially, that goes out, what, 20 feet?
1: Um, I think it's 10 or 15 feet. I, I'd have to look.
0: I know it was two squares on the on the board.
1: Yeah, so that would be 10 feet, uh, but so, 10 feet every direction.
0: Yeah, and he can use that every three turns. Yeah, so it's, and got charge it's actually
1: up. a power um, given to the Solarian class. They uh, charge it for three turns and then release it. Um, and it's just this big burst of fire. But that's when our conversation comes up. And you'll hear this in our, our uh, next video about friendly damage. Or how does he say it?
0: Uh, friendly fire.
1: He's like, wait, friendly fire? There's friendly <laughs> fire in these? Yeah. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, that, that kind of ends the, the discover portion. That kind of ends what we what we went through with the prologue. Look forward to the next one. That's yeah. for sure.
1: Part one of Portals of the Vine, and I think we're just going to call it what the planet they go to is called, which is Aridnia.
0: Aridnia. So, more I on that. It. More on that later.
1: In our second review. Which yes. we've already done half the gameplay through uh, through that. So.
0: Yeah, that should be coming out here very soon.
1: Snazzy here. This was his very first campaign. And as soon as he got it done, and part of it was probably the fact that he rolled really well every single time <laughs> and thwarted my boss uh, but uh this is uh this is what made him want to podcast with me um mm-hmm. I had no know-how on podcasting so I was
0: like man but I have no know-how on podcasting
1: <laughs> he, he has some some, know-how I, some have, know-how
0: I have twitch know-how
1: yeah yeah well it's a related know-how it's got yeah. it, right yeah no so that's a this this one this one uh, session is what made us want to start doing this.
0: Yeah, it was it was fun. It was a good session. It was a fun session to to learn in and to to grow in and to start to understand the game. I'm excited to understand more of the game. But yeah.
1: Well, and that's why we decided we want to kind of base our podcast on being for newer players, because even me the. You know, quote unquote, experienced player. I, I've I've been doing this for maybe a year and a half, two years.
0: So. Yeah, but we look forward to uh, we look forward to more, and we'll end it there. I think.
1: So uh, yeah, cue music. Thank you so much for listening. We live stream Miniature Mondays at 6 p.m. Mountain Time on Twitch. We also will release our snazzy chats every Wednesday and our actual gameplay on Fridays. Check us out on Twitter, Patreon, and Twitch. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you're working on in the tabletop world. Are you a new player? How did you get into tabletop? Are you an experienced player? Teach us something new. We love the advice. Thanks again for tuning in to Cosmic Dice, the podcast.